0: i've already shared with you today is palm sunday today is the day that we celebrate the triumphal entry of jesus into the city of jerusalem It was the first day of the last week of his life and everything that we read about here in this passage of scripture in luke chapter 19 everything that we read about is a fulfillment of prophecy about the messiah because Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9 the Holy Spirit moves upon Zechariah and Zechariah prophesies everything that happens here in Luke chapter 19 so let's read this morning about the triumphal entry of Jesus it says it came to pass that when he drew near to Bethpage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet that is the Mount of Olives that he sent two of his disciples Saying go into the village opposite you where as you enter you will find a colt tied On which no one has ever sat he said loose it and Bring it here and if anyone asks you, why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to him because the Lord has need of it so those who were sent went They went their way and found it just as he said it to them. But as they were loosing the colt, the owners of it said to them, Why are you loosing the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of him. Now notice there was no objection when the disciples came and were taking this man's colt. There was no objection when they said, the Lord has need of it. And the reason why is because by this time, Jesus is a really popular human being. He's a really popular man. And there are thousands of people from all over that known world that are gathered together because this is also the week that they are coming into the city to celebrate Passover. Many of them have read the prophecies about the Messiah. And evidently this man had done just that and realized that it was a fulfillment of prophecy for them to come and ask for this colt and they said the lord has need of him then they brought him to jesus the colt that is and they threw their own clothes on the colt and they set jesus on him and as he went many spread their clothes on the road when matthew tells us this story he said they also had palm branches that they were laying or or waving and laying in his path. Then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples, not just a couple, but all of those who would acknowledge that they were followers of Christ, that whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God, and I like this, with a loud voice. It's okay to get loud with your praise. Amen. Well, I was expecting it to get a little more loud than that. It's okay to get loud with your praise. Amen. Yes. He praised God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. And again, when Matthew gives his account of this, he says they're saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that word Hosanna means salvation is here. Salvation has come, deliverance has come, healing has come. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. And some of the Pharisees called to Jesus from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples because they thought these disciples were being blasphemous in acknowledging that Jesus was God. Listen, it only takes a few Pharisees to ruin a really good worship service, doesn't it? And these Pharisees called to him from the crowd and said teacher rebuke your disciples but he answered them and here's what he said I tell you that if these should keep silent the stones would immediately cry out have you ever wondered what it'd be like if stones or rocks could cry out and praise the Lord I preached a message one time called, If Rocks Could Cry Out. And man, I tell you, when you begin to think about the significance of rocks in Scripture, can you imagine that stone that hit Goliath in the forehead? Can you imagine if that stone could testify to us this morning? What that stone would say? All through Scripture, you see that. What about that stone that covered the tomb of Jesus? If that stone could praise if that stone could testify what that stone would say and Jesus said that if my people do not praise me the rocks will cry out and when Jesus makes his triumphal entry into the city of Jerusalem he does so through a very familiar gate we used to sing about it a lot out of the redback hymnal it was called the Eastern Gate And so when Jesus was making his entrance into the city, he would have done so through the eastern gate to the sounds of people praising him, to voices lifted up to him in praise. Now, if you were to go to Jerusalem today, to go into the city and try to go through the eastern gate, you can't get through the eastern gate because the eastern gate has been sealed up and the reason why it's been sealed up is because there's a prophecy in scripture that when jesus comes back a second time that he is going to enter through the eastern gate and can i tell you that we will then be the crowd that praises him when he walks through the eastern gate and we will be saying lift up your heads O ye gates and be ye lift up your everlasting doors and the king of glory Shall come in hallelujah. Who is this king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle is he but right now that eastern gate has been sealed up by the Muslims and the reason why over 550 years ago they sealed the eastern gate was because of this prophecy that the Messiah would enter through that eastern gate and so they sealed up the eastern gate to keep the Messiah out But I've got news for you. If a sealed-up tomb couldn't hold him in, then a sealed-up gate cannot keep him out. Somebody ought to praise him right there. Amen. But here's what I want to talk to you about this morning. I want to talk to you this morning about the gates of praise. The gates of praise. Because I think it's important that you and I really understand How to speak or learn how to speak words of praise with our mouth our words are so important listen to what the Bible says about our words here in Proverbs chapter 18 verses 20 and 21 it says that a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Now notice what that passage of scripture says. It says it's not what goes into our mouth that satisfies us. It's not what goes into our mouth that fulfills us, but it's what comes out of our mouth that satisfies us and that fulfills us. That's the power of our words so that if you see someone who is fulfilled in life if you see someone who is satisfied in life it's because of the words that are coming out of their mouth and then he goes on to verse 21 and he says this he says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it what does it refer to does it refer to death those who love death those who love life it's is it referring to life is it referring to the tongue no when it says those who love it he's talking about the power of the tongue and he says those who love it a better word would be those who respect the power of the tongue will eat its fruit have you ever had anybody tell you you're gonna eat those words that's exactly what Solomon is telling us here In Proverbs he's saying that we eat our words and that he said that death and life are in the power of the tongue so that when I speak words I am opening a gate to either life to come into my situation or I'm opening a gate for death to come in to my situation Now, there are three things that I want to talk to you about this morning as it relates to gates and our praise. First of all, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 18 says that you shall call your walls salvation and your gates praise. Your gates praise. Well, what does gates signify? Gates signify access. Gates signify entrance. And he said that you shall call that place of access, you shall call that place of entrance, you shall call it praise. Three things about gates. Number one, praise opens the gates to his presence. Praise opens the gates to God's presence. Psalm 100 verse 4, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise we all know that passage of Scripture Psalm 118 verses 19 through 21 the psalmist said open to me the gates of righteousness what are the gates of righteousness he said I will go through them and I will praise the Lord and then notice what he said about praise he said this is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter i will praise you for you have answered me and have become My salvation. Psalm 22 and 3. You are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Now the old King James says it like this. The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. That means that when you and I praise the Lord with the words of our mouth, we are opening a gate to God's presence. Now what if I do the opposite of that? What if instead of praising, I gripe? What if instead of praising, I complain? What if instead of praising, I grumble? Well, I'll tell you what you're doing. You're then opening up a gate to the person of the devil. You're allowing the enemy to come into your life. But when you praise God, when you adore him, when you honor him, when you lift him up with your words, you are opening up a gate to the presence of the Lord. Now, I want to just back up here for just a moment back to that passage of Scripture in Proverbs where he says that life and death are in the power of the tongue now I'm going to ask you a question here and when I ask you this question please don't answer my question because chances are you're probably going to answer my question wrong okay so don't just blurt it out but let let me let me just ask you this do you and I as followers of Christ Do we have the power to create life with our words? Don't answer me out loud. Just think about that, your mind. Because the answer to that question is no. We do not have the power to create life with our words. There is only one who has the power to create life. And that's God. He's the only one that has the power to create life. You say, well, doesn't the Bible say that we can call things that are not as though they were? That's not what the Bible says. No, we need to go back and read the whole scripture. It says that God calls things that are not as though they were. Now, I'm going to tell you what we can do here in just a moment. We have been created in the image of God. God did breathe life into us and God gave us a speaking spirit he gave us the ability to speak he gave us an ability to communicate and words are connectors words connect us to God if you want to get connected with God the Bible says you've got to believe in your heart the Lord Jesus and confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved our words Connect us with God but not only do they connect us with God they also connect us to one another but we do not have the power to create life with our words but here's what we do have the ability to do that is we can agree with what God has already said did you hear me we can agree with what God has already said listen to what Matthew chapter 18 verses 19 and 20 says it says again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven now I want you to notice something that's very key in this passage of Scripture he said it will be done for them for us By our father in heaven notice not by us for us by our father in heaven and then in verse 20 here's what he says he said for where two or three are gathered together in my name now 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 this is where people take this passage of Scripture to the extreme they think well if we just come together two or three of us and we agree On the same thing then it's going to happen that's not what the Bible says it does not say that we can just come together and agree on whatever we want to agree on and believe that that's going to happen no notice what the Bible says we need to read what the Bible says and the Bible says for where two or three are gathered together look at this now in my name The Bible talks about when we pray in the name of Jesus. And when we pray in the name of Jesus, here's how we pray. We pray according to the will of God, and we pray according to the word of God. In other words, we are agreeing with what the word of God already says. And we're agreeing with what the will of God already is. And he said, when you come together, two or three of you, and you're gathered in my name my word my will then notice here's what he says I am there in the midst of them he's wanting us to know that our words are important as it relates to his presence that even though I cannot create life I can't agree with what he has already spoken. And when I agree, and how do we agree? Not just by believing in our heart, but by speaking it with our mouth. And when I agree with him by speaking the same things that he has already spoken, Spoken that's in line with his word and his will then he said I'm going to come into your midst and then he says I'm going to do the work that needs to be done was it our agreement that did the work no it was our agreement our words that brought in the presence of God and when God came in God being life he brought life into our situation he brought life into our circumstances are we getting that I can't create life But I can praise God, and when I do, life comes into my situation, but it wasn't my agreeing that did it. It was God who did it for me by the Father. Now that is so important that you and I understand how important, how powerful our words are when it comes to praise how important our words are when it comes to experiencing the presence of God that's why you can have two people come into a service like this a husband a wife you can have both of them come into a service like this and one of them can be worshiping one of them can be praising one of them can be in the very throne room of God and then the other one be standing there looking around thinking about everything they got to do next week. And then after church, they get in the car to go home and the one who was worshiping looks at the other who wasn't and says, man, I'm telling you, wasn't that one of the most powerful encounters with God you've ever seen? And the one who wasn't worshiping looks back at him and says, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't get anything out of it. And the reason why they don't get anything out of it is because they didn't put anything into it. And the Bible says that in order to receive something from God that we've got to give something. And so when we come together corporately, listen to me sometime because this is so important. If we want to encounter the presence of God see there's the omnipresence of God that says that God is everywhere all the time there is the indwelling presence of God that says my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and God lives his presence lives on the inside of me but then there is the manifest presence of God and that's what I want us to experience when we come together corporately here at Summerton Church of God I want us to see the manifest presence of God where God shows up and shows us his salvation and shows us his power. And the prophet Isaiah said that when the Messiah comes, that that's when the blind eyes are going to be open. That's when the deaf ears are going to hear. That's when the lame are going to jump and sing as a heart. That's when the tongue of the dumb are going to sing. It's when the presence of God is in this place. That's when the power of God is going to be released. Somebody give God praise in this room hallelujah hallelujah praise opens it opens the gates to God's presence to his presence but here's a second thing praise opens the gate to his people now listen I'm going to say something right here that's going to sound really arrogant but I don't mean for it to be arrogant I really don't I say it to prove a point this morning. But that is this. If you want an audience with me, then you better praise me. Now some of you may not say that, but it's true of you as well. You don't want to be in the presence of someone who's continually judging you and criticizing you And speaking harsh mean words to you you see all of us are created in the image of God every one of us we're created in the image of God and what is it that opens the gates to God's presence praise and what is it that opens the gate to God's people praise we talked about it just a couple of weeks ago when we talked about honor And how important it is that we honor one another Philip said it earlier people matter to God and they ought to matter to us and we need to be speaking life into other people's situation not death into other people's situation you see that's my that's my choice that's my option even when I get a bad report from the doctor I can either speak what the doctor says or I can speak and agree with what God has already said in his word about my situation you see and so praise opens the gates to God's people in Proverbs chapter 31 we read about the virtuous woman and this could also be true about the virtuous man But it's about the virtuous woman. And notice what it says about this virtuous woman. It said that her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She will not hinder him but help him all her life. And don't you know that words are involved in what she's doing here. But it goes on talking about the virtuous woman in verse 23. It said her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. Now listen, nowhere in Proverbs 31 do we read about the character of her husband. We only read about the character of this woman. And I believe that it was the character of the woman that got the man a seat in the gates. And the gates was where they handled all kind of legal matters as an elder, as a political figure in that city, somebody that you looked up to. And and, and here's how I believe he got to those gates. I think it's because he had a wife. And every time they would walk by those gates, his wife would whisper in his ear, honey, you're gonna sit over there one day. You're a wise man, you're a godly man. You've got a lot to offer to this community and one day you're going to be sitting in those gates. And perhaps this man that never would have amounted to anything because he had a woman who praised him, he had somebody who praised him, he had somebody who honored him, he was able to fulfill that purpose for his life. Verse 26 goes on and says this about this virtuous woman it says she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness in other words she thinks about what she's going to say and she thinks about how she's going to say it boy wouldn't that be wise for every one of us because it's not just what we say it's how we say it I was telling the marriage class when we were taking some couples through that I said, Jamie can ask me something in a kind way, and I'll do anything she asks me. But if she asks with the wrong kind of tone, the gates of my heart close. They shut. And I don't want to do anything that she's asked me to do. But when she does it with respect, and the same if I treat her that way, if I treat her with dishonor, she shuts down. If I treat her with honor, she opens up. And she can trust me she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness and look at what happens as a result in verse 28 her children rise up and call her blessed her husband also and he praises her you reap what you sow if you speak praises into someone else's life they're going to speak praises into your life and then it ends in verse 31 give her the fruit of her hands And let her own works praise her in the gates praise opens the door to God's people but here's the last thing I want you to notice not only to his presence not only to his people praise opens the gate to his power let me tell you the reason why I want to talk to you about that this morning is because there's some people in this room here today that need to encounter the power of God There's no doubt in my prayer time this week as I was praying about what the Lord would have me to share with you this morning, God said that there are people that are going to be in that sanctuary Sunday morning that need to experience my power. And they need to know that the way they're going to experience my power is when they praise me. When they praise me. When they worship me. Listen to what the Bible says. Psalm chapter 50 verse 23. The psalmist said, Whoso offereth praise... Glorifieth me, and to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of God. Who is it that he's going to show his salvation to? The one who praises him, the one who ordereth his conversation aright, the one who is speaking the right words. The one who is speaking words of life. God said, that's the person that I'm going to show the salvation. I'm going to show my salvation to. I'm going to show my healing power to. I'm going to show my delivering power to. I love Isaiah chapter 61. This is another prophetic word and prophecy about the Messiah. And it says that when he comes, he's going to console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. And this is where I really felt the Holy Ghost dealing with me this week. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Listen, some of you every Sunday since I've been here, I've observed you and I can tell there's a spirit of heaviness that is on you there is a spirit of depression that is on you. I don't know how long that spirit has been there. I don't know how long that heaviness has been there, but I know it's there. Because I see it. I see it every week. And I don't have to have a spiritual insight or revelation to see it. I can see the toll that it's taking on you physically. I can see the toll that it's taking on your marriage. I can see the toll that it's taking on your family. But hear me this morning. God has given us the remedy for heaviness. God has given us the remedy for depression. God has given us the prescription to be healed of this depression and oppression in our lives today. And it's not another pill. It's not another drink. It's not another relationship. But he said the answer to heaviness in your life is to put on the garment of praise. And when you put on the garment of praise, the spirit of the heaviness has got to go why because when you begin to praise him what did I say it opens the gate to God's presence and when God's presence comes in you don't even have to fight that battle anymore God addresses that heaviness in your life God addresses that depression in your life and God commands it to get out of you and God commands it to get off of you in other words God is saying if you'll just praise me you can stand still and see the salvation of the Lord as it begins Begins to work in your life I think about Jehoshaphat you'll just have to pardon me this morning I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost all over me here this morning in judges Jehoshaphat has three nations that have formed an alliance against him and the nation of Israel and they are filled with fear and they go to God in prayer and they say God we don't know what to do We don't know how we're going to win. We are totally outnumbered. And God speaks to Jehoshaphat and he says, here's what I want you to do. I want you to find your praisers. I want you to find your worshipers. And I want you to get them out on the front lines of your army. And he said, I want you to go out against those three enemy nations that have formed an alliance to you. And with your worshipers and your praisers out on the front lines here's what I want you to tell them to say praise the Lord for his love endures forever praise the Lord for his love endures forever praise the Lord for his love endures forever and he said as they praise me he said here's all you got to do stand still Jehoshaphat stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and when they began to praise God and when they began to worship God God came on the scene and God began to deal with those three nations that had formed an alliance so that when Jehoshaphat and his army got to where they were they were already dead they had turned on one another killed one another and all Jehoshaphat has to do with his people is go out and pick up the spoils pick up the spoils pick up the reward, pick up the prizes of battle. You see, that's the kind of God we serve, folks. If we'll put on the garment of praise, God will show up in your midst and he will bring life and he will bring healing and he will bring deliverance. He'll bring whatever it is that you need and all you gotta do is just stand still and let God fight your battle for you. Can we just give him a praise right now in this room? (laughs) Hallelujah hallelujah how many of you were born really young I was how many of you were born naked some of you still don't know but when we were little we had to depend on somebody else to dress us didn't we and that was usually our mamas that would dress us but there come a point in time where we got to an age that mama looked at us and said hey I ain't dressing you no more you got to learn how to dress yourself the Bible tells us put on a garment of praise I can't put that garment on for you God cannot put that garment on for you you've got to dress yourself listen you can talk your way into a good depression but you can also praise yourself out of a good depression amen the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness Just one more passage of scripture and then we're going to close musicians singers y'all go ahead and come Matthew chapter 16 this is where I told you we were going to end this morning some of you feel like that the gates of hell are about to prevail against you today that you're about to be defeated that you're about to lose That you're not going to survive whatever it is that you're going through but listen Jesus is in Caesarea Philippi with his disciples and he's already looked at him and said who do men say that I the son of man am and they begin to they begin to give him answers well Jesus some people say that you're Elijah some people say that you're one of the prophets some some even say that you're John the Baptist risen from the dead but then Jesus looks at him and he says this he says but who do you say that i am and notice that's important who do you say 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 that i am so simon peter answered one of those times when he actually got it right but not because of him but he answered and he said you are the christ christ there means the anointed one the messiah so he is confessing with his mouth who Jesus is. He said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father in heaven revealed that to you. In other words, he received that by divine revelation. And this Jesus said this to him. He said, and I say to you that you are Peter And own this rock what's the rock the rock is the confession the profession that Peter has just made that you are the Christ the Son of the Living God yes Jesus I believe that you are the Messiah I believe it in my heart I confess it with my mouth yes Jesus I believe that And Jesus said well I'm going to build a church with people who believe that in their heart and confess it with their mouth I'm gonna build a church with those kind of people. And then here's what he says And the gates of hell, the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Peter, you made the right confession out of your mouth. Your words lined up in agreement with what my father has said about me. And because of your words, Because of your profession, because of that confession that you've made, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. And every person here this morning under the sound of my voice that believes in your heart and confesses with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, the anointed one, the Messiah, you listen to me. You may be under attack, but the gates of hell cannot prevail against you you are not going to lose you're going to win and I want you to stand up all over this room right now and give God a faith praise a faith praise knowing salvation is here deliverance is here healing is here come on let's just take a few minutes and praise him today let's just take a few minutes and praise him today